Mikey and Rin stay in. Oh, yeah. Hi there. Welcome to Mikey and Rin stay in. I'm Mikey. And I'm Rin. <laughs> Rinny just grabbed the, the loudest possible <laughs> snack, which is tortilla chips. Yeah, a cassava tortilla chip, which is arguably the crispiest thing in existence. <laughs> I think crispy is actually better on microphone than like uh, like soupy. kind of soupy, mm. wet. Yeah, like when people eat like a really ripe peach or something like mm-hmm. that on a microphone, I'm like, what kind of terrorist are you? Mm-hmm. Yeah, an auditory one. <laughs> an ear terrorist um so we are yeah we're here it's hot it's beautiful summer is basically in full swing rindog is on her leave fuck yeah fuck yeah um and we're living how are we living we're living yeah yeah okay yeah. tell me about that mm, it's good i um i'm having a little bit of a hard time pulling away from work fully i think yeah. Being a little micromanagey. Um, and I'm still getting phone calls and things like that from families, which is fine. Sure. Um, and then we're getting real close to a due date, right? And so I think that there's been some... Um, and it's Father's Day today. I know. I was going to bring that up. It's been... It's interesting. I think that, I think Rinny's a little more triggered by Mother's and Father's Day than I am, but I'm definitely, like, more triggered by... Like, I see, you know, dads with their kiddos or... um, Yeah, we we were at the park today, and there was, you know, like, an adorable little baby. And I don't know. I want to be super pumped and just be like, oh, my God, that's a cute kid. Like, objectively, you know, but I, you know, I feel it. And I know that, like, we'd be be in super prep mode for baby. And, um, yeah, that makes me feel the feels. I don't love it, but um, that's why God invented beers (laughs) and sunny porches. Yes. Yeah. And family visits. Ooh. How about that for a transition? What a great segue. Rinnie also rode in on a segue. Always. Um, Yeah. No helmet. She fucking lives on the edge. Aerosmith song playing in the background and uh, rolled in on a segue. You can have your <laughs> Thanks, Aerosmith. It's time for you to die. Um, so, speaking of segues, speaking of family, we have a very, very special guest on the podcast today. It's Anna Sheether, my sister, my <gasps> blood sister. How's it going, Anna? Pretty great. That's good. Anna's uh, she's got her nose against the uh, this the uh, pop filter. We've been discussing how to talk into the microphone, and she's killing it. Yeah, you're welcome, everybody. <laughs> and uh, hope you enjoy this one. We of course we will. Mm-hmm. Um, tell us about how much you love visiting us. <laughs> <laughs> tell me about what a great brother I am. <laughs> tell me the top five things that I've done better than any other brother could. Thanks. Go. No, tell me. Tell us about your time here. It's been great. I mean, I live in Colorado, so it's about mm-hmm. as dry as you can get, other than maybe like Phoenix or mm-hmm. New Mexico. Mm-hmm. Love both places, or even though Trump's I've never been. Vagina. Even though I've never been to Melania Trump's Phoenix. vagina. Oops. Okay. Oopsies! Don't talk about vaginas. And uh, yeah, so it's been you know hot, but I expected that, and. Go. 
<laughs> we went to the Japanese gardens today, which yeah. was awesome. Mm. And the little tea house, or bigger than I expected tea house, I don't know. And that uh, had mochi for the first time. Oh my Oof. God. So delicious. Mochi, you, did you love it so mochi? Pretty much, yes. Yeah, pretty mochi. Pretty mochi. And, uh, you don't have to keep your nose on the on the pop filter. You can talk. See how I'm talking on it? Like just yeah. a little away. A little away. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> I just don't want you to bruise yourself. <laughs> yeah, we're getting used to this, folks. It's, uh, again, my first time, so. You're killing it, Anna. You're doing great. Uh, I mean, the flowers have been wonderful, which everybody yeah. knows. We went to Hood River mm. yesterday, which was windy, but fantastic. Totally. Uh, watched everybody kite surf. And it looked just so, you know, hard to stay up on the board. I don't know. I've never kite surfed, so, uh, but it looked very challenging. Yeah, it looks like a lot. It looks like fun, but also torture. Mm-hmm. Yes. And um, we went to the farmer's market, which, and I had never had lion's mane mushrooms. Mm. Oh, my You've God. You've had lots of firsts here. Yes. Yeah. So... Yeah, if you want to have your first, oops, uh, <laughs> where'd Brittany think you're at? I don't know. I was just waiting for the first. Ooh, come to Portland, Oregon to get your cherry popped. <laughs> hey, oh, and, and could be anything. Yeah, any sort of cherry, actual cherries. Definitely. <laughs> it's such a gross thing to say. Oh, ew, ew. Yeah. Do you do you know that phrase, Anna? Uh, not necessarily, Oof. but it's yeah. really yeah. I'm it's don't worry. I'm not going anywhere like strange with that. I just <laughs> oh, that's totally go fine. as strange as you want. Yeah, it's it's the Mikey and Rena. We don't need to. We don't need to go in on it. It's just it's a way of talking about the first time that you've had sex, which oh. is and it's I don't know. It feels misogynistic for sure. Sure, yeah. definitely. Yeah, yeah. But it's but more than more than anything, just come to Portland to have your first time. Yeah, right. Exactly. That's the There's, tagline. The Rose Garden, the yes. everything is split up into neighborhoods, which is cool. Love a neighborhood. And like I said, the flowers are awesome. The art is really cool. And I mean, the parks are fantastic. I know. We do, we do parks well. Um, do you have any feelings about... So you, so you listen to the podcast a lot? Yes. Do you, have you listened to every episode? No. Oh, you fucking... Oh. We're done. We thought we were having our biggest fan on the podcast Ooh, today. We might we might have another super fan that might beat you. One of them might be our dad. <laughs> right. I mean, I haven't purposefully... But no, I have not listened to every single one. Okay, that's cool. But you do generally know the show pretty well. Yes. You listen to most episodes. Yes. Great. Um, every time we put out, put one out, I oftentimes get a text from you or something saying great episode. Mm-hmm. Um, how has the show struck you? Cause like you're my sister. We, you know, we obviously the majority of the show we've been talking about us getting pregnant. You've obviously been excited about being an aunt, an aunt. Yes. Um, how, tell us about how it was listening to the show and hearing kind of the things that we've gone through. Was it enjoyable? Was it scary? Was it sad? Like, how did it strike you? I mean, I think it was all of those things, which is Mm -hmm. really important to go through all of those things because I think it makes it more powerful to 
you know, have all the feelings or whatever. Um, obviously, I didn't experience them the way you guys did. Um, but I think it makes it like a, a better show to um, be able to kind of feel everything along with you, however that happens. Mm. Um, so, yeah, I mean, it was very... Um, like like moment but not what you say momentous yeah but not in mm. the way not in why am i not able to wrap it up in a word that's okay um yeah yeah kind of momentous in like um in like a different way okay and you know but like momentum that's kind of undulating mm. okay yeah you know because it's like you're up and then you're like oh that didn't work yeah yeah um, yeah, yeah so you know i mean i think in that way it was kind of all the all the things which is the best way to kind of experience something because mm. then it's, I mean, not that you want to experience it in that way, but I think it's important for things. I think a lot of things in life are too linear. Mm. Um, I, I don't quite, I can't quite give an example right now, but, mm. um, you know, and I think it's best to, you know, kind of have that feel, you know, have a, have a feeling where you're, you know, thinking about something more than just like, oh, I listened to that for a half hour and never thought about it again. Mm-hmm. Mm, yeah. Um, so, I mean, I don't, I don't know how it affected other people, but mm. that's how it affected me. Yeah. Yeah. Did you feel like, did you, cause I know that like I talked to you a couple of times when things were going on, when, when our, you know, when we lost our baby and you cried did you cry listening to the show or did you cry more like when we talked about it or did you cry, you know, like I, I just, I always wonder kind of like, you know, cause I, I love how emotional you are and how like attached we are, even though we don't live in the same. So first of all, Anna lives in Colorado um, and she's been living with our parents since COVID started, but she lives, has an apartment in Denver. And um, so we are not together. Like we live in separate places. So it was hard for me to know kind of how things affected you. Cause I know how it, how weird and tumultuous it was for us. But like, I always kind of wondered how much I was able to get, you know, how, how involved you felt emotionally and otherwise. Yeah. I mean, I think I remember you calling me, um, you know, when you got like the actual news and I mean, I didn't, I didn't cry exactly then, but it was that night where it was just like, holy shit. Mm. Like, wow. And so that, you know, I cried for probably, you know, solid hour. I don't know. I like didn't sleep well mm. at all. Yeah. Um, and I don't necessarily know, like, if that's the way I deal with it. Like, do I deal with them at night? I don't know. Like, I think it was just kind of. I think of, I definitely do. Yeah. Uh, that's when it hit me. You know, because it was like late afternoon. It was, 
you know, I, I had built myself up to be like excited, you know, mm-hmm. the 20 week thing. And it's like, mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden you called me, you were crying and it was, I was just like, okay, gotta be like even keel and supportive. And so all I could say was like, oh my God, wow. Uh, you know, like all this. <laughs> <laughs> I like how you just did the imitation of yourself as like a valley girl. I'm like, oh, wow. <laughs> like then what happened? Um, but, you know, and then like that night I was just like, oh. Yeah. You know? And so, and then it, it just felt just so heavy you know in the days afterwards Mm. and then yeah it uh yeah it just dissipated like from there but obviously you know little things would happen or you know that would make you think of like oh you know what would you do in that situation you know you'd see someone with a kid and you're like oh Right, totally. What I'm not going to be able to do with her. So, yeah. So, Anna, so one thing that I would think would be interesting is tell, uh, I don't know how much you talk about this, but it would be cool to know, like, tell us the story about how you were born, because it's pretty unique. Yeah. And make sure and keep, you know, so keep your mouth pretty close to the microphone. I just want people to be able to hear it. So, I was born three months premature in July of 1985. I was supposed to be born like mid-October and, uh, you know, mom's water like just broke and she literally like watched it go from an Audi to an Innie supposedly. And Mm. it was like, nope, like we're going to the hospital now or like some, you know, it's just like water broke and there's no looking back. So... Um, then they rushed you over to next door neighbor. Yep. And, uh, mom was in the hospital for like four days mm. before I was actually born. Cause they, Oh, I didn't remember that. Um, tried to, you know, keep me in mm. as long as possible. And then I think they gave, um, her some, I don't know, medicine to like, you know, I keep it all in, and uh, and then <laughs> that's a scientific term. It's all good. <laughs> right. And then, because well, uh, this was also 1985, so kids or you know babies, your gestation period, like because you were 24 20, weeks, 23 and a half, 25 weeks. Oh, 25 weeks. I thought it was. I think it's 24 and a half. I think was what you landed at. Oh, okay. Doesn't, sure. I mean, that's a couple yeah. day difference, but but anyways. Babies your size and level of development were not living very much in 1985. No. Yeah. Uh, I I don't know what the percentage, you know, is or Mm. was, but uh, it was not high. Uh, And so the, uh, what happened was a couple of mom's friends like brought chocolates over and, um, and she just didn't feel, you know, I think she was running a little bit of a fever, didn't feel like eating them. And so she was like, I'm so, you know, I don't, I'll keep them for later, but I, I don't <clears throat> think I'm going to eat them now. And, uh, and then they took her temperature and it was like, the baby's either born now or like, we don't know what's going to happen. So yeah. boom. 
and I was born at, I believe, one thirty mm-hmm. uh, on July fifteenth. Yeah. So, and then I yep, and then I spent five months in the hospital because I had, you know, you name it, I probably had it. Yeah. How big so, were you? Uh, one pound eleven ounces. Little guy. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, I'm pretty glad that I didn't remember any of that because uh, I think it would have been like, I don't know, maybe like so overwhelming that you just don't even care and you just get through it. I don't know. Um, but it, it was, yeah, it was, I, think, I, I do remember I was five and it was a lot. I mean, especially because you were, you know, so you were in an incubator. So, you know, you were in a like a plastic shell. And then there was these weird robot arm things that you could like, you know, put your hands into it to touch you because we couldn't, your skin was so thin that we couldn't touch you because we could actually like peel your skin away from the bones. And, and then it was, it was terrifying because you were so small. It was like all babies kind of look like aliens, but you really looked like an alien because you were just like under, underbaked, right? Um, yeah. Yeah. So, uh, the, yeah, I mean, I'm glad that I didn't remember it in the sense that you can just use that energy to, you know, develop fully or whatever happened. <laughs> yeah. And so, uh, yeah, I mean, I, it, I mean, the amazing thing is like I don't have any besides um, not lifting like over 50 pounds. Mm. I don't have any exercise restrictions to speak of. Yeah, um, which is <laughs> that's good to know. I mean, not that that matters, but you know, I've I've known a few people, you know, with similar uh, sort of backgrounds, and you know, it's it's not quite. The, I mean, they're not. You know, they don't. Uh, they're not severely disabled, but it's like they definitely have lung issues mm-hmm. or uh, whatever. Uh, the case may be, but, yeah. um, I mean, you've had, cause you've had how many, sur- do you know how many surgeries you've had? Ooh, I've had at least 15. Yeah. 20. That's, I know that was the number that I was kind of landing on. I mean, so at one point you were 20. the smallest baby in the world to have open heart surgery. Right. I think you were three days old or something like that. And I think you had open heart surgery. I mean, it was wild that they could do that. Because it was like they had to um, wait till I gained weight, mm. and then, and then I like went into renal failure. Mm. I think for some reason, which made me gain more weight because I retained fluid or something. So they okay. were like, uh, it was kind of between like, oh, you know, this is a bummer that she's retaining fluid, but it's like helping her sustain the weight so like let's do it It, Mm. anyway it was very early on Mm. and it worked out but yeah they couldn't uh they couldn't move me or they made the decision not to move me up to denver they brought like 20 doctors down from Mm. denver and were basically like if we don't do it now like it's not you know good luck that she ever lives Mm. I think so. I think about being that surgeon, <laughs> right? That's like, wait, this baby is how old and, you know, has gone through what already? 
and this is three days of her life and now I'm swooping in to save it basically mm-hmm. like yeah I mean, I think at this time, I don't know the statistics either, but I think at this time there was like, it was like dozens of babies your level of development, like were being born at 24, 25 weeks and living. Like it was like Mm -hmm. pre, it was low. Like, Mm -hmm. I I don't know if that's true, but I mean, it was like not many. And so the idea that like, yeah, oh, you're bringing, you're bringing this doctor, this doctor is being brought down to, you know, help this kiddo out who was born one pound, 11 ounces, 24 weeks, 24 and a half weeks or whatever. It's like that shit was just not happening. Like mm. It was like they just didn't have the technological capabilities. Nowadays, it's super common. Like it's just like not, you know, really a thing. Um, it's not as crazy. I mean, so it's, it's really right. amazing. And now you're, how old are you now? I am 35, going to be 36 in uh, July. Yeah, just in a little bit here. Yeah. Yeah, and it's amazing, Anna. And it's just it's just wild to see. Well, so I, the reason one of the reasons I brought this up is because so you know that Katie, so our baby was um when she, when she uh when you know her life ended, um she was is that the way we want to say it? Sure. I don't know. That's the way I thought to say sure. it. So, um but she was, you know, about 21 weeks. Well, 22 at the oh, surgery. Basically 22 weeks at the surgery. So she was she was, you know, Almost two weeks before you were born. Yeah, that's Which is amazing. fucking nuts, right? Yeah. And I held her, you know, and it wasn't that different than you looked when you yeah. were born. Because I remember what you looked like when you were born, and we have pictures, obviously, but um, that messed me up a little bit. Like, that was definitely, like, it felt a, like a lot, you know? Yeah. And... So I was just wondering how how if you connected those things and like saw that you guys were almost the same level of development when at that point. I mean, I think I think I did. Yeah. Um I mean, I I mean it's sensational that any of us, you know, uh are as normal as we are, right? <laughs> I mean, you know, That's so let's true. just let's yes. just let's just analyze that, you know. <laughs> But, uh, That's great. but, uh, yeah, I, I mean, in, on whatever level, you know, you, um, process that for sure. But, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, so it, uh, I'm sorry. Well, the, the well, question was, I'm no, sorry. I mean, I was just, I was just wondering if it, I mean, like your point is a great one is that like, it's, well, I think, and I think, I, I don't know if this is exactly what you're saying, but like, I'm amazed that anybody is born. Like the fact that anybody right. gets through pregnancy, <laughs> including the mothers. Well, the fact that conception happens. The fact that conception can even happen. <laughs> yeah. The fact that we've talked about this before, that most people on the planet have, have had babies. Yes. Or gotten pregnant or whatever. You know, it's like, it's an amazing thing that it can't even, there's, it's so complex. And I guess like it's what leads a lot of people to believe in uh, higher power. It believes, it leads me to believe in like science and how amazing things are. Mm. Um, but what I was asking you is more like when you heard about all of this, like did it, did it affect you or did it like strike you as something even more intense that like you guys were almost the same level of development when you were born? And when, when Katie died. Yeah. I mean, it, uh, you know, on so many levels, it's, uh, mind boggling in terms of literally when I was born, what they were able to do. Mm. And, 
you know, I don't know. I mean, what, what, uh, I don't know what they could have done, Mm. you know, now but uh well and that was something that that definitely fucked me up when when we heard about katie because i was like i don't know dude it's 2021 like you know i'm carrying around a fucking iphone in my pocket like we're almost about to like start cloning people and like have ai and flying cars and stuff like why can't you just fix it like when it why can't it just be something that's okay you know right i mean it just wasn't the case right I mean, I think that's kind of where I went too. Like, mm. you know, I remember going on a big, like, walk, and I was just like, "Are you kidding me?" Yeah. We can, you know, like put in pacemakers <laughs> and, sure, yeah. You know, uh, Dick Cheney's walking around without a heartbeat. You know, all these sorts of things, and I'm like, really? Right. We, we can't just like sew it up. You know do whatever yeah uh yeah but you know that hamster wheel is like never ending or what have you but uh yeah i i don't know i mean i just kind of think you gotta take it day by day which is cliche but uh yeah you know i don't know you can't you know just give yourself credit folks i guess is what i'm trying to say (laughs) (laughs) and appreciate that anna and uh yeah just just enjoy things i don't know i like it yeah that's great um anna we're so thrilled to have you here and it's really special to have you on the show especially um we haven't had a guest in a long time and i can't imagine anybody better to like feature our guest program again yeah um i'm wondering if you would humor us a little bit and play like a little trivia. Oh, gosh, this is awesome. We didn't prepare we anything. We didn't prepare we anything We talked about this. this. No, Ooh, I, was, I love trivia. Sure. I was literally just going to ask you if you're embarrassed about when you listen to the show and you hear me talk about blowjobs or saying the word cunt. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, how embar- what level of embarrassment do you have when I talk about MC Hammer's dick? <laughs> it should have been one of the trivia questions. Sorry about that. Well, do, you, do you get embarrassed about what we talk about on the show sometimes? No, I mean, because I think uh, Anna's no prude, in the sense True. that you know, it's it's supposed to be like a you know people can. That's what's great about the fact that it's like a radio thing. Yes. People can just be driving in their car and yeah, you know, whatever. If you need to pull over, pull over. <laughs> <laughs> if you're laughing so hard that your latte sprays out your nose, <laughs> yeah. pull over. Thoughts with Anna Sheet there. <laughs> All right, well, so, well, supposedly Rindog has his fucking trivia question oh, lined sure up. So well, what are you going to, how are you going to dive in? Like, what was the thing we talked about or like whatever? Yeah, I, I was going to start, well, I was going to start real simple. Sure. Right. Here we go. Um, oh, and I maybe shouldn't have prefaced it that way because maybe no, this isn't that, a simple question. But that's always the way things start out. It's like, who wants to be a millionaire? And I'm going to make drum noises in the background. Ready to go. <laughs> so I think first question, because this this feels like um, the fabric of our lives a little bit. Mm, um, so <laughs> Anna Sheether. Yes. Um, what, or let's say, um, A, who <laughs> do Mikey and Rin both want to have sex with maybe equally and Ooh. and b this is the the like sub question what um what music is most playing in our house what band is most playing in our house uh band that's most playing in your house is maroon five yes she did it 
Nailed it. And both want to have sex with. Oh well. Uh, it's, it's tied to the the. Like the an umbi- like an umbilical cord. It's tied. Right. To, you know. So. Adam Levine. There you go. Wow. It's, the reason that she said that before three nights ago, she wouldn't have really been able to say that because like Corinne wants to have sex with Adam Levine and finds him very attractive. <laughs> I'm kind of fine with him. I think he's whatever. Um, but I did have a long, not I'm not going to say a sex dream, but a, a dream about Adam Levine being, we were with him mm-hmm. and we were like at his house and we were kind of doing all these things. And it was like, it, there was a proposed threesome, but never happened. <laughs> But it was like this very fun, <laughs> flirty, funny, long dream. So that's why she asked that question, I guess. Sure. Uh, <laughs> sounds great. You know. <laughs> Anna, very well done. Yeah, it was really No, fun. fun. I love trivia. And, you know, it's like uh, perfect. Okay. You're like, hit me with your best shot. All right. Do I have one? Do you have another one? Oh, gosh. I, I can thought about this. I can come up with one. Can you? Okay. Okay. Um, so what is what is something that I was most proud of during the IVF experience? So I'll, I'll kind of give you a hint. It happened when I would go in and get my blood draws. Because you don't love needles, right? I'm kind of I'm kind of okay with needles, but it was something I was feeling really pleased with myself about when I would sit down to do my blood draws and then Mikey and I had a show where we had a a name for my arm Mm. oh because it's like you don't have to have a tourniquet like most people yes because I'm super veiny and do you remember what the do you remember what the name of her arms were (laughs) was the name of one of the episodes three Ooh, I think I need to Two. phone a friend on this nice. one. Phone uh, Mikey. So I'm your friend and your brother. Um, penis arms. Because <laughs> Rin has penis arms was the name of the episode. Yeah. Okay. Um, let me just think. I, I've, I've really boring ones. Can you remember any of the um, either a recipe from one of the Eat the Baby segments, mm-hmm. which is when we talked about the baby being a certain size? Or a bindle. Ooh, yes. Bindles. Uh, one of them was... Uh, like a cheap way to mow your lawn, maybe? <laughs> I don't know. Could uh, be. Um, I don't... Just uh, just for everybody else, I don't remember many of them. <laughs> I remember stealing from Home Depot, I think, was one of them. Uh, go to the self-checkout and steal from Home Depot. If that wasn't one, then it should be. Go to the Home Depot <laughs> checkout, fuck Home Depot, they're Trump supporters, and steal from them. Um, yeah, I don't remember many. Cheap way uh, to mow your lawn. I don't know. Maybe. Could be. Uh, I'm, I'm sorry, folks. I should remember more. Definitely. That's okay. Uh, but the I remember there was... I think a recipe with eggplant or at least the emoji for one of the... Um, for an eggplant? Right. Mm. For like one of the later episodes was... Do you know what the eggplant for an emoji means? What it represents? I guess I don't. A penis. 
Yeah. That's probably what it was. Great. <laughs> so, yeah, there was a dick recipe probably. <laughs> and I must say, I'm really impressed with your trivia knowledge. Totally. Yeah. I'm going to leave you with the, la- the last one. This is winner take all. Winner take all question. I mean, it's not competition because there's nobody fighting or playing against you, but do you have one? Oh, boy. I'm trying to think of like the most, what's the biggest thing that's happened on the show that people talk about the most? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I mean, it's it's clearly Maroon 5. It is Maroon 5. Yeah. And Penis Arms that gets talked about a lot. Yep. Yeah. MC Hammer's dick, I think, gets kind of talked about a lot. That's what I, you know, Sorry that kind we of missed thought. That. I kind yeah. of thought. Well, maybe the question is, um, what when Mikey references MC Hammer's dick in the video, what does he say MC Hammer's dick looks like? It's a baked good. Uh huh. Um. Baguette bread. <laughs> yes. It is not that, but yeah, but that's a but it's really good. good guess. It's known as a croissant dick <laughs> because it has kind of a cornucopia look to it, like on a Thanksgiving table. It's very it's like a laminated dough, but it's more of a horn than it is a, a protrusion of a tubular sense. God, but baguette, baguette, you you still win all the money. Anna, here's 55 cents in Perfect. money from a company, a country that doesn't exist anymore. In Bitcoin. In Bitcoin. Yeah. Have fun. <laughs> Anna, this was so fun. We are, um, I love you. Thank you. And I love that you came and visited us. I can't wait to do it again. Well, we didn't even talk about this. First of all, Anna, can you tell us about you coming out here? Was there anything special about you coming out here? The way that you came out here? Well, First time I haven't flown with mom and dad. Yeah, it was your first solo flight. How many bags of peanuts did you eat? Uh, Only only my own food. Oh, wow. (laughs) You didn't even get anything from the airline? No. Okay. Did they offer anything? They did. Yeah, it's not really good on Southwest. I I did not. What did you eat? So I had, you know, very, uh, very healthy. uh, Just joking. Peanut M&M. Ooh. Oof. Such a good plain snack. Best candy. Yeah. But such a good, you know, sorry, I'm just going to. Yeah. Such a good thank you, Mars Corporation, for the peanut M&M's. <laughs> yeah, we're going to need you to sponsor this episode, Mars. Thanks. Um, peanut M&M's, best candy? I think. I think it might be. Refrigerated or non-refrigerated? This time it was non-refrigerated. Which one do you prefer? I think I prefer non-refrigerated. Me too. Amen, sister. Yeah. I don't want to have to fucking wait for the chocolate to melt on my tongue for Mm-mm. me to get the flavor explosion. Mm-mm. But yes, uh, this is, thank you for Snickers bars, mm-hmm. Twix bars, mm-hmm. and uh, peanut M&M's, and I know there's probably at least six other. Ooh, maybe a whatchamacallit? I think they make whatchamacallits. Sure. Those are great. Maybe the best candy bar. Yes. I have never seen one, but... <laughs> I get you one of those. But Anna, congratulations on flying on your first solo flight. Went super well. Glad you came out here. I'm glad that you agreed to be on the podcast. Yes. Anytime. Did, did you have fun? I had tons of fun. That's great. <laughs> um, anything, anything else you want to say, Rennie? No. Just love you so much, Anna Sheether. 
You're Thank you. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. Sorry that there's these big gaps in between our show, but um, if you don't think that inconsistency is part of our brand, then you don't fucking know <laughs> us. So um, it's summertime. I'm working on my tan lines or lack thereof. Waka walk. And uh, we are about to go on a big vacation to go to the East Coast, which uh, during which we may record an episode. I'm not sure. We should maybe see if my sister will record. Oh, fun. Um, so yeah, we'll do that. Uh, as always... Thank you for being here. We love you, Mercy Fam. Uh, you know, give us all the all the great reviews on things, or don't. I don't know. It doesn't really matter. We just do this for the fun of it. Uh, but if you know someone that wants to pay us tons of money to be uh, funding into microphones, then tell them to write to us at let's eat at MikeyandRenStayIn.com. And if you want to send us love notes, send it at the same place. Yeah, we love you so much. Happy summer solstice. And thanks for tuning in. Yeah. I'm Mikey. I'm Rin. And that's Anna. Yeah. And tonight we're gonna stay in. Da, 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 da. Stay in. Stay in. Stay in. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Fucking nailed it. Bye bye. Anna, what's a word that rhymes with banana? Bandana. Nailed it.